It's Divas That Care Radio, stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. We all seem to have that inner critic inside our heads. I have a committee, the itty-bitty shitty committee. You know what I mean, that nagging voice or voices in my case that knocks us down and drags us down the road of self-sabotage and self-neglect. A strong, positive sense of self-esteem is your first step to anything you wish to accomplish. Discover who you truly are that gorgeous, talented, fabulous woman who deserves recognition and unconditional love. You know, the most beautiful thing any woman can wear is confidence. Here on Confidence in Bloom with the Divas That Care Network, I, Tina Spolatini, speak with women living in their own self-confidence about who they truly are, how they found themselves, and how they care for themselves. Today, I'm speaking with Susan Binney. Susan Binney teaches us how to teach her story. How to teach our own story, sorry. Hi, Susan. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, so, I, as you said, I teach women the power of story. And whether we're standing in our own story uh, or whether we're telling our story to the rest of the world to let people know who we are, um, I work primarily with entrepreneurs in that frame of telling their story because I think it's so important, especially as women, to get your voice out to the world and not be the best kept secret. Um, You know, telling our story, sharing what we do, and aligning the two is so very important. On my journey, though, however, I have found that in the everyday, quote-unquote, life that we live and for every normal human individual woman, we can get stopped and blocked, dead in our tracks, in a story that we're telling ourselves. And I have found my confidence and help women with theirs by really stepping into that place of what are you telling yourself, right? We're so quick as human beings to look at the, the negative, the what isn't going right, what, what isn't working, as opposed to really looking at what is working. What are those small things that we can celebrate every day and really expanding and growing on that? So that's, you know, kind of what I do um, as far as who I am. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a woman. I'm a mother. Um, I have four children in a blended family, um, four grandsons, um, and I'm, I'm married, and I'm just happy to be of life. That's amazing. Are you, so tell, tell me what you're celebrating today. Um, okay, well, it's a little early, not going to lie. Um, but I'm celebrating the fact that I, I knew that I had a purpose today, right? And I have some coaching calls and I have, you know, some relationships with my, my daughter and, and my, my husband to work through today. But I am celebrating the fact that 7 o'clock came, I was wide awake, I was raring to go, waiting for my alarm to go off. 
And when I have a day like that where I am just so pumped to help others and get into um, a life of or a day of joyful bliss, to just step in, get up, get ready, and start moving. That's always worth celebrating in my books. Absolutely, 100%. So the the fact that you're um, going to be helping women today with your coaching calls, that brings you joy and bliss, just that alone, knowing that you're going to help. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you know, and and every time I have an opportunity to talk to a new network, um, a new group of people, um, I have a chance to share a little bit about me and my story. It empowers me. And knowing that I'm empowering others helps me stay empowered. And so, yeah, that's just, it's just a celebration all the way around. Yeah, for sure. How do you celebrate? Like, how do you celebrate all that? You know, I mean, it's one thing to feel all that, but what what do you do to celebrate it? Um, I drink wine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just kidding. I, you know, it's funny. I, I recognize it. Um, usually at the end of my day, I go through and celebrate by just telling myself, you know, this is what you've done today and you deserve another day. Um, but I, I don't know that I go into a big celebration per se, you know, like a, a party on or anything like that. Um, but I do at the end of the day, I write in a journal and I just say, these are the things that I've done to inspire others. And this is what I've done in my day. These are the things I'm going to celebrate so that when I'm having a day that's not that great, okay, because we all have them, we're all human, I have an opportunity then to look back at that and say, okay, I had a really good day. And it reminds me, just within my own personal self, that it's a good thing, right? The other thing that I do is I always try to have dinner with my husband. And at the end of the day, we'll talk about, usually at dinner, but if not, at the end of the day, we'll talk about, so how was your day and how was your day and what went good for you today and what's still challenging and stressing? Because I believe it's important to recognize everything. And then there's nothing that's keeping us sort of down at the end of the day. So overall, that's, that's just my celebration. Yeah, And having someone there to... You know, whether it's to pat you on the back or to hold you up, it's it's good to have someone that you feel, like, almost accountable to. You're not really accountable to them, but someone that you can share your day with. Yeah, that's a great idea. And now you said something about journaling at the end of your day. I I made myself some notes. What I've done to empower others today. I really like that. I'm I'm not one for journaling. I have a hard time, you know, getting my pen on the paper. But that's a really good one, right? Because many of us are here to empower other women or other souls. And that is, you know, what what did I do today to do that, to, you know, live my purpose? I really like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell us about a time where you had a challenge, um, that you were faced with. I mean, we've all been, you know, faced with many challenges, but just tell us of one and how you dealt with it. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm actually going through um, a bit of a challenge right now. And, um, you know, this is an interesting question because you're right. As human beings, we do all go through challenges, okay? And the challenge I'm going through right now is with my daughter. She's 27, and she's having some uh, challenges that are, quote-unquote, mental in nature, um, that are helping her or distracting her from communicating properly. Now, I don't know what's going on. So the knee-jerk reaction says, take her, get her help, talk to a professional, talk to a psychiatrist, a psychologist, and get her the help that she needs. But the me in this, as, as a parent, as an empowered woman, as somebody that likes to listen to, you know, really what's happening in their world, it's important for me to understand what she's going through. So I really have spent some time with her over the last couple of days. And, you know, there, there are glimmers of her quote-unquote normalcy, but there are also all of this confused state and almost manic state of things. And so it's really about listening to her and, and taking my huge concerns out of it right? Like, I'm listening to her. I'm trying to understand where she's coming from. I'm not putting any assumptions in. I'm not putting my own self in. And I'm listening to what she needs from me and asking her, honey, what do you need from me? And, you know, that that goes sort of back into any challenges I've ever come across with anyone I've worked with or anything that's happened in my life, I really take a look at, okay, what is causing this? What is happening? I stand in the power of that particular story. In this case, it's a bad thing. And I really just assess where I'm at, where they're at, and how I move forward accordingly. That's going to serve both people. Yeah, so fully understanding, like, where she's, like, like mentally at, and then also to where she's, what she's feeling, and it's hard. I bet it's really yeah. hard for you to to set aside the fact that she's your daughter, right? I mean, we all want our kids to be happy, right? And we'll do whatever we can. But at the same time, we have to teach them. They have to learn this on their own as well. So I'm sure you're struggling with that whole mom versus coach position. Yeah, and, and I think it, you know, there there was a part of me yesterday that was like, okay, do I separate or do I utilize the skills I have as a coach to help my daughter, but still recognizing that she's my daughter? And right. is there a little bit more emotion in this, right? Um, and so any challenges, you know, whether I'm facing them, you're facing them, people in my home, people, my clients, it's really important to just really look at the whole situation and assess, you know, is this is this something that's happening for me to learn something, whether it be a new skill, or is she trying to tell me something that she's not able to formulate, but she knows that I will step in when there is um, a bigger issue, right? And so, right. so yeah, that has come up as well, yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, I hope whatever the challenge is, 
you and her are able to come to some kind of solution where she walks away happy and you walk away happy. Um, it's never easy to yes. deal with, you know, challenges yeah, no of any kind. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really the goal, right? That's really the goal in any kind of challenge that we have, right? Right, for sure. Of course. I mean, everybody, that's our goal in life, right, is to find joy and bliss. Thinking back in, in your life, what's one mistake that you've made? And how did you navigate your next move after you realized it was a mistake? Mm. So one of the biggest mistakes I've made is in the entrepreneurial space. And that was listening to somebody on stage and hearing them say, hey, if I can do this, you can do this. And you need to buy all this stuff. And it's a last-minute deal and you've got to get it now. And I, I, I jumped on things because I was afraid of missing out. I was afraid of losing out. And um, I learned, um, you know, I'm grateful I made that mistake because um, it, what it did was it, it helped me learn that there will always be another opportunity to learn something new. It may cost you more, but when you're at a place of paying full price for something that you're going to actually use and put into practice, then that's okay. And for me, it was, okay, I've made this mistake. I have signed up with too many coaches, with too many mentors, with too many programs, have bought too many things all at the same time, might I add. Um, And... Now I'm in this huge amount of debt, and okay, can I get out of it? Um, I can. I've been in situations before. I've been in binds before. And again, it's about going back and looking at what is this teaching me, right? In the moment, I didn't, I didn't think of that, right? But I was like so driven and so um, on a mission to all this information, but then I didn't have the capacity to implement anything. And so now I'm grateful for that time because I look back and say, okay, I made the mistake. I learned from it. Um, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't fail per se, but even, even if I fail, I learn from it. I don't have to say I'm a failure because I've done these things and I've made mistakes. I've made mistakes because this is how human beings learn. And I just really talked myself into that story that it happened for me so that I can help others in this process. Yeah, for sure. I I totally get that. Although I have to say, in my world, I tried to make myself, you know, understand that failing or failure is not necessarily a negative thing. My mind, if we're failing, all we're doing is learning, right? I mean, yes, okay, we're, we're trying this project. It's not working, but what can I do? Like, what can this teach me so that I can, you know, make the next project stronger and better, right? Failure is not necessarily a bad thing. Exactly. Uh, unless, of course, yeah. we're not learning, right? If we're not learning from it, then you know, it, then it's just plain, it's, it's bad. But, you know, there's something to learn in every situation. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Now you're you are the the story writer or the <clears throat> how would you say it the coach of the story writing the um, uh, storytelling coach um, storytelling coach right so so tell me how does how does one story tell of confidence or you know show my confidence my story how does how do you um, create that. How do you create that, like advertisement of confidence in a story? Yeah, you know it's it's interesting. Um, you had you had a bit of an issue um, formulating words around that, and it's a very complex. Um, it's, okay, let me clarify. It's very complex, but it can also be very simple. Okay, so you use once you have the story of. From an entrepreneurial perspective, once you have a story about who you are, what you do, why you do that, and how you help others, you can step into that very confidently because you're not second-guessing that, right? When I ask people, so tell me what you do for work. Tell me what you do to help others. And sometimes they're questioning it. They're guessing. They're, because they're not as confident as they would like to be in that space. Or it's changing and shifting, right? And we all change and shift as we grow. And so to dig into, this is why I do what I do. This is my why. This is who I am. And knowing that and being able to speak that from your heart, so it's not a scripted thing. It's not a memorized thing. It's a speaking from your knowing, right? Just like when we're teaching or talking about um, failure, talking about definitions of words, we're confident about that because we have a conviction. We have a strong uh, passion about what we're talking about. Story is the same thing. So when you learn to speak a specific story that ties to the work you do, it helps you stand up tall, stand up proud, be more confident in that moment, especially if you're speaking it from stage. Now, typically, for me even, I'll get up onto a stage and I'll start to shake. My legs will start to shake and it's energy. It's the flow of the energy in the room. It's the flow of the energy in me and I, I'm so excited to get what I'm about to say out. The minute I start talking, that that um, energy is more dispersed throughout the audience and it's not so much in my legs. And so I'm standing strong and true to the story that I want to share with others. Why that's so important is that if we're not sharing a little bit about who we are, people can't get to know us, our unique ability. I believe that anyone can, um, anyone who's ever written a book can teach you how to write a book. But some of them, that's not their forte. And that's not their expertise. So they're not going to step into doing that, right? And so, if you have what's totally aligned and you're totally confident with that, then people will see that. They will see your true self, and they will know that they want to learn more from you. They want to know more about you, right? And, and just for a second, I want to step off of that quote-unquote story coach platform and step into the stories we tell ourselves on a daily basis. And sometimes it's about the fact that we've learned a particular way of things 
in our limited beliefs, in our, you know, what we've learned from our parents, what we've learned from society. And we're so concerned about stepping into our true self, our true story, because what if we get it wrong and we get judged? The minute that we lose that fear of judgment, that fear of am I doing this wrong, that fear of I can't do this, um, and we step into this is who I am, this is what I can do, and I'm going to live my life for me, it even just has a different tone about it. The more confident you are, the more you're living your life for you and not for others. Yeah, totally. I I get that. And I think that's awesome. So basically, we need to be clear, we need to be simple, and we need to be truly focused. And number one, we have to be passionate, truly believe in yourself and what you're, you're like, not, it's not necessarily, I guess it's purpose, purpose and what you really are out there doing. Yeah, um, I think it's about believing in yourself and believing in, you know, I love what you said about the whole um, focus and purpose. Because when you believe in yourself and you've got a strong ability, I want to say courage, to step into your confidence, then it helps you be the person you want to be and helps you live the life that you're meant to live. And it can be that about. Yeah. Yeah, I get. Tell me more about your self-care practice. Well, (laughs) I laugh because um, one of the biggest things in my self-care is baths. And I'm not talking jump in, you know, lay in the suds for half an hour and relax. I'm talking being with water, being with myself, grounding in that. And I have been known to have baths for like two or three hours. I have this wonderful invention that man created, hot water on demand. And I, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a twofold because for me, it's my self-care um, space. And so others in the house have learned that that is my place. So to not bother me in that place. Um, I also, in there, am able to create. Um, I've done graphics. I've done posts. I've written chapters of books. I've done things in that space where all I have to do is be true to who I am and just really close my eyes if I want to and relax. The other thing that's totally huge for me in self-care is nature. Whether it's snowing, raining, sunny, whether I'm at home or whether I'm out, I really stop to take a moment to really breathe in the fresh air, the smells, the sounds, all of the senses get in there. And that really helps me reground and brings me to a place of reminding me what, is, what am I joyful about? What am I grateful for? And so my self-care is really about connecting back to who I am and acknowledging the difference I'm making in the world. And that's huge for me. Wow, that sounds so awesome. Like, 
absolutely amazing. Um, when you are working with clients, do you help them with their their own personal self-care as well to help them uh, live in their own confidence when so that they can tell their story? Do you guide them? Like, you know, I mean, I'm a self-love coach. That's what I do. But, you know, uh, it like self-care is so relevant in every part of our world, right? Do you kind of touch on that with your clients? Yeah, you know, I do. And and I'm glad that you brought that up because it is something that is so present and so prevalent in everything that we do. Um, I don't have a quote-unquote system to bring it into things, but I believe that 99% of the time it's always there. And, you know, you need to get in touch with self when you are telling your story because there are going to be things that come up that you might want to question or in some cases beat yourself up about or doubt. And so I do step into really listening and and hearing what they need. And if it's going to affect their, um, their ability to communicate with their household or their ability to move through their day, it's going to stop or block them in the process of moving forward because sometimes we have to step slightly back to move forward. And there's always that component of self-care. And so I always try to get to know my clients and get to know them on a personal level. Um, You know, what do they do for for fun? What do they do for self-care? Just so that I've got an awareness of it so I can do a check-in with them to make sure that they're doing that. Um, I don't dig into it as deeply as, say, you would as a self-love coach. Um, <laughs> but definitely there is a component of that. And I think I would be amiss and, and, and not serving my clients well if there wasn't. How, well, that's how you get the outcome that you're looking for as well as the outcome that they're looking for, Right. I mean, we all need that self-care and that self-pushing, um, push, right? You know, like, let's give us a push. You know, this will help us. We'll relax today so that tomorrow we have the energy to move forward. I have one last question for you. And I don't think it's actually related to our work. I want it, I'd like to do some fun stuff, too. If you... if. Okay, here's my question. What makes you laugh more than anything else in the world? <laughs> uh, what makes me laugh more than anything else in the world? Um, a good comedy, um, a good movie. Uh, I want to say, though, it's when I'm playing games. When I'm playing games with my family, and I have added that into my my regime. Like every morning I'll have breakfast with my husband and I will work in a game of cards because we'll play usually the same game or something, you know, a little bit different. Every once in a while we'll change it up. But when I can laugh at something I have done to make others smile and laugh at myself, and once I start laughing, 
especially my family and my good friends, they know, okay, Susan's laughing. We gotta we gotta basically keep giving her rib shots, right? We gotta keep throwing stuff in. And you know, this is gonna sound maybe a little strange, but when I laugh so much that I lose control of other functions of my body or um and I mean sometimes that's you know, that's like peeing or farting or any of those bodily functions, but when I am laughing so much that I really cannot stop and I have to be reminded to breathe, those are the moments in life that just take my breath away, literally, and I'm so much fun to me and everything around me, right? And, um, yeah, so playing games is usually the the start of it or, or reading fun little Facebook posts or stupid dad jokes or just those simple things that don't necessarily have to be funny, but when we're in a happy moment, they make us perpetually laugh and keep us going. Right. Yeah. I almost got the giggles when you were talking about, you know, losing control of your body. <laughs> More because I can relate a hundred percent. I love to laugh. I love to laugh. And yeah. anything that will make me giggle just makes me happy. I know sometimes I read Facebook and I think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to laugh my guts out here over, like, the silliest little things. But some of those things are really funny. Yeah, so you much know, I, I actually want to share, share a real quick one. What happened the other day, I read this post, and I laughed for almost, like, I don't know, an hour. Drinking for good. I'm now going to start drinking for evil. <laughs> <laughs> words that it could go serious but we've made it go in a in a humorous direction and and that is yeah. really me up. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, I'm gonna I yeah, I'm gonna blow that one up and put that in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is so funny. Thank you so much for being here with me today. This has been awesome. I love chatting with you. You always, you know, know how to make it clear. And it's just been awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's it's been great. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed every minute of it. Yes, yes, for sure. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape. So if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. To be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at infobloomstyling or by email at tina at infobloomstyling.com or through the Divas That Care Network. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.